All right, now we're going to talk about a relatively simple idea and then try to apply it. The idea is we have a function, and as we pretty much always do these days, we can find its derivative. So its derivative, which we write as f prime or df dx, is what? This is a pretty easy function. I hope you can really quickly just find its derivative. 12x squared, right, minus 4x, right, minus 7, and the derivative of 9 is 0, so we won't even write that. And now what we're going to talk about is the fact that the derivative, which derivative, by the way, the word derivative is really just a contraction of derived function. So we have a function and we get its derived function or its derivative, right? And then we say, well, the derivative itself is, a, is another function, and so we can ask for the derivative of the derivative, right? Which becomes the second derivative of the original function. Uh, the notation is, well, for the prime, it's pretty easy. We just put a double prime. It's a little bit more complicated for the um, the fractional notation. Okay, you put the the second by the d, and then another second by the x. All right, and then you just find the derivative again of the derivative, so that you have 24x minus 4. All right. And then, of course, we could just do it again. We could find the third derivative of the function, which is the second derivative of the first derivative, or the derivative of the second derivative. Usually, we just talk about it as the third derivative of the function. We use three primes, and we put the three where we had put the two previously, right, and we find the derivative of the second derivative, which would just be 24, all right, and then we can do it again, but now the primes are sort of getting a little bit out of control, so uh, really starting with maybe the fourth derivative, people just um, change the notation a little bit to uh, a regular numeral, okay, so the fourth derivative, and this notation we can keep, okay, and of course the derivative of the constant 24 is just zero, all right, Um, so the notation is fn of x, this is the nth derivative, of f, right, which we could also write as dn f dx n, um, where we're explicitly naming the the function, uh, the variable that we're differentiating with respect to, all right? So either of these notations. All right. Now, what what is the second derivative? or third derivative, what what are they useful for? 
what are they actually telling us? We've spoken at length about um, the interpretation of the first derivative as what? The slope of the tangent line, the rate of change, the instantaneous rate of change. We've talked about it in terms of the marginal profit or the marginal revenue. And we've talked about it in terms of the instantaneous rate of change, instantaneous velocity, if we're talking about a, a ball or a, a whatever flying around up and, up and down. All right, so in, in physics, um, if we're talking about position as a function of time, then the first derivative, do you remember, it's velocity, right? The rate of change of position with respect to time, right? Um, if the function were the temperature of a room, then what? The derivative would be the rate of change of the temperature in the room. If the room is getting hotter, the temperature is going up. The derivative would be positive. If the profit function were given, the derivative would talk about the marginal profit. Again, it's the rate of change of the profit. If the profit were going down, then the derivative, the marginal profit, would be negative. All right? But what is the second derivative? Well, we're, we're going to actually talk about only two interpretations of the second derivative. The first is um, position. If we have S, the position, okay, as a function of time of a rock or a ball. So position as a function of time. Right? Then we talked about the first derivative, ds dt, right? Or s prime of t, right? And this is what? The velocity. Okay? And I think maybe you think of velocity as speed, so that's okay. They're, technically, they're a little bit different, but, but it's okay. You can think of velocity as speed. So if the position were, let's say, in feet, so if position in feet and time in seconds, all right, then the first derivative, the speed or velocity, will be, the, the units will be feet per second, or they could be miles per hour, meters per day, right? So that the position is a, is a length measure and time is a time measure. Could be seconds, minutes, hours, days, whatever, right? All right, now think about driving a car, all right? And suppose you had a uh, fancy GPS or, or one of those uh, gadgets that can tell you the position as a function of time, right? Where you are, and so you leave your home and you zero your GPS, you've gone zero, right? Feet or miles, and then you start driving. You can talk about the derivative, which is your speed or velocity, right? As what? The change in position with respect to time. So if you go 100 miles, in two hours, right, your average speed 
will be what? 100 miles in two hours. Okay, your average speed will be what? 100 over 2 is 50 miles per hour. All right? Of course, you didn't go 50 miles an hour every, every second of your trip, but your average speed right, is 50 miles per hour. If you want to talk about your instantaneous speed at any given moment or any given instant of time, then what do you need? Then if you're talking about the instantaneous speed, you're talking about the derivative, right? You're talking about dsdt, right? Your instantaneous speed, instantaneous rate of change of position with respect to time. All right. So now if we just sort of apply that rate of change concept to our speed, right? The second derivative is the derivative of the velocity or speed, right? It's the rate of change of the velocity that you're driving. So suppose you're driving at 50 miles an hour, and then you um, uh, the road clears up and you what you increase your speed to 60 miles an hour. Well, how, how do you measure? the rate at which you're increasing your speed, the rate at which you're increasing your speed from 50 miles an hour to 60 miles an hour, what happens? You step down on the gas and you get thrown back a little in your seat. And what what do you call that? What do you call that? It's called, right? I I hope you, um, you car buffs have the answer. That's called the acceleration. Okay, acceleration is the measure of the rate of change of the velocity or speed, right? So we're going to look at a couple of examples now and use the second derivative to tell us about the acceleration.